Video Game Pulse. Episode Everybody, I am Millennium X17. And I'm Dark Aikido. And we're in a very dangerous situation of supervision bot being bonkers. Oh my god, we found Kaz. Kaz has been discovered. This is uh this is gonna be a rare show. <laughs> One that's delirious from the heat. Very much so. So are we. We might, as well, we might as well start there. Both of us have fans going in the background, so there will be weird noise. And, yeah. it, and it won't be consistent because it's one of those oscillating fans on our side. I don't know. Yep, what... mine is as well. So, yeah, so that'll be very interesting to figure out in post. But th- that is the way it is because it is really humid today. Yeah, it yep. is real sticky. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, how's everybody been? It's been two weeks. Mm, not bad. Surviving. Two damned <laughs> yeah, only yes, the beginning. Only the beginning. We've had a month near enough of heat wave in the UK. Yeah, for us it's... You know how unnormal that is. Yeah, it is for UK. Uh, for us it's only beginning, so it's going to be pretty bad for the next two months. Yeah. Probably three at this point. Mm. According to global warming, it should be the next six months, though. So <laughs> we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah, our uh, our fluffiest kitten is already suffering. Yeah, and like every time I walk in the room, she's just kind of like dead on the floor, <laughs> sprawled out, just <laughs> sprawled uh, out under the fan, to the floor, and it's like, yep, it's only the beginning. It's only the beginning. And then she gives us a dirty look and is like, no. <laughs> it's true. It's, it's so really funny. funny. Uh, all right. So before we get started, like I said, fans are going in the room. Uh, also for everyone who listened to last week's episode. Uh, you'll probably notice that we sound like we normally should now. Yes. The mixer is back mm. and working. So what happened after the last show, it's kind of, it's irritating and frustrating at the same time because it made no sense whatsoever as to why it wasn't being recognized by the computer in any fashion. Did you even yeah. tell Kaz about this? I think I did. I don't remember. Did, the, the, the mixer did not work at all, so we went solo microphone, single microphone. Oh, no. I wasn't told about. That. Yeah, we we had the uh, yeah, I can't the, the, if I did or not. the MXL mic mate back and plugged into only the 990, and as I was shouting across the desk to the other <laughs> microphone, like the old days, like the old days. <laughs> so yeah, now we're back onto the dual microphone with the mixer. Uh, frustratingly enough, there was no reason for it to not pick up. It USB audio codec was exactly what the mic mate used, which is what this uses. It didn't seem to want to recognize this and that and. It's very confusing and frustrating. It was already to the point where, well, we're late. We got to get to the getting to. So let's just slap this together and record the show. After the show, uh, you went in and took a shower, I believe. Yep. And then I took this mixer into my bedroom and plugged it into my gaming computer. Plugged it in. It popped up in the bottom corner and said, oh, downloading new device driver. And 
and it was it, I took this exact microphone that I'm speaking to right now, which is the Audio Technica AT2020, uh, and it recognized it immediately. It fired up Audacity. There it was, USB audio codec. Hit record, and you know, oh, there it is. It works perfectly fine. I was like, okay, that's what I was expecting to happen. Yeah. I unplug everything. I drag it all back out here. I set everything back down. I plug everything back in. I plug the mixer back into the computer, and then it pops up in the lower corner. Downloading device drivers. And it's like, what? (laughs) You fucking serious? And then then it's like, I fire up Odessi. There it is. Hit record. Records perfectly fine. Yep. Immediately after the show. It's like, what the fuck? (laughs) I have no idea. That was so weird. Yeah. So, uh. But it's fixed now, so don't question it too badly. Total mystery, though. So at least we're getting closer back to normal. There's a couple other things we need to iron out. Apparently, I forgot to because last week uh, we didn't have Kaz on. I didn't record. I didn't download Skype so that we could talk. You know, you know, do the show. Like at least that's how we communicate through for, during the show, where we we record our own source audio and she sends it to me afterwards, which is better than recording a Skype file because our Skype recorder decided to stop working a long time ago. Yep. But uh, now I have the newest version of Skype. That I quickly downloaded before this show started, and it... What's the word I'm looking for? Oh, yeah, sucks. <laughs> That's putting it mildly. It looks like it's trying to be Discord. It's so funny. Yeah. It's got the black and gray color scheme, and it uh, it also deleted all your contacts. So yeah, that that's was yeah, bizarre. Yeah, which is really weird. Yeah. Totally bizarre there. Which tells me not to even attempt to update mine. Mine's been bugging me to update it. I just keep telling yeah. it, wait later. You know, of all the things that, uh, like, between my phone and the computer, it's like, oh, you need to update. They need to add a third option uh-huh. to those things where it's like, you know, it's, it's in, you know, uh, update or install, and then there's uh, remind me later, and there should be a third button that says, fuck off. <laughs> yeah, I'd love that, because my... My iPhone and my iPad have been bugging me to download iOS 11 for uh, months now. I just got clawed in the ass. And they keep downloading iOS 11 when I've told them not to. Yeah. Yeah, my Skype keeps uh, telling me to update as well, and now it's definitely like, nope. (laughs) Hey, Kaz, look at the video. Aww. It's a fluff. So we have uh, Maurice here now. Hello, Maurice. All of a sudden, I just felt a uh, furry presence against my leg. And then I felt claws in my ass. This is why I have um, (laughs) Windows 10 Pro. But yeah. Because I can manually turn updates right the hell off. Which is always why you go with the Pro version of Windows. But nonetheless, uh, video game podcast. Maybe we should get back on track. (laughs) Yeah, probably. Uh, It's been two weeks. It's been two weeks. There is a lot of news. Um, Bethesda found a way to defeat the Ninja Janitors. (laughs) And uh, Nintendo did as well. Nintendo does as well. Uh, and then also, uh, we have no real review for the show. Yeah, I been... have an excuse. I've been up at my grandfather's house. We'll for get the past there when week. we get there. We'll get there when we get there. There will be you a ever... segment. <laughs> we'll have our reasoning slash excuses slash whatever you want to call I was it. Say, later I about... have an excuse. You, on the other hand, <laughs> I've been busy uh-huh. doing stuff uh-huh. and things. Uh-huh. Uh, is there anything else for side notes, or should we just get on to the uh, show I've been itself? having a little fun with my laptop this week. All right, yeah, so side notes, what do you've got? Um, it kept overheating with just Skyrim running at like 25 to 40% CPU. And I was getting really pissed off with it, because it was hitting 98 on one core, which is way in the danger zone. Nice, that's amazing. Yeah. It was averaging 90. 
And that was just with Skyrim SE. Anything over 85 is uh, unsafe, especially for Not extended periods. Not with a laptop. It's like, generally with a laptop, anything over the 93, that's when it's in the danger zone. Myself, personally, anything over 85 is... For a desktop, yeah. For a laptop, they run hot. It's known. But I noticed the fans were not throwing out even near enough air. And they are clean because I clean these things out every two months. So I, did, I downloaded Intel XTU. I've undervolted the processor by 0.07 and it's running perfectly stably at that. Which is quite an undervolt when you think about it. And then I noticed my Clevo control sensor suddenly had a new fan mode in it. Listed as overclock. I put that on... Yes, it makes one hell of a lot more noise than it used to, but holy crap the difference. I've gone from it running up to 98 to running, on average, 65 to 70. Nice. That works. With Skyrim. Mm. Did you did you it clock it back up correctly? Or is oh, it... I've left the undervolt off. Okay, so the undervolt is still on. Oh yeah, it's undervolted at 0.07, and it is running perfectly stable until now. I've even stress tested at a hundred percent for a five minute run on Intel XTU and it didn't crash. Always a good thing. But yeah, the fan profile now actually responds to the temperature. Before it was just sort of yeah, it powered up but it was hot. It was burny hot. Now it blasts air out so hard it's actually cool. And it's very windy and loud. <laughs> yeah. Well at least the laptop's not gonna melt itself. You need headphones when the fans power up now. That's amazing. But yeah. I also found out a very interesting quirk with said laptop. What's that? You know I have two fans in this with two gigantic exhausts. Uh-huh. For some reason the left side fan does not blow air out of the exhaust on the back. It blows it out underneath. Right. Which is just, why? <laughs> to make you ask questions. Which is why I don't use my cooling pad now. I just have it sat on it. But it's made one hell of a difference. Mm. The max peak it got up to yesterday was 86 before the fans kicked in. That works. I'm quite happy with that, which means <laughs> yeah. I can probably put The Witcher 3 on it now without melting it. Yeah, I was nice. just going to say, it's always a good thing to be happy when your laptop's not melting itself. That is always a well, good thing. Well, the thing is, I am due for a re-thermaling of it anyway, because it's like two years <laughs> since it was last done. Needless to say, I'm not doing that myself. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta keep it interesting, though. No, I'll tack it down to Steve down the road. Mm. One thing I am gonna do, though, is in <clears throat> invest in uh, Grizzly Cryo Not. I am not going with a cheap paste. Yep. So, all in all, I've been having fun. <laughs> Always a good time. I don't believe there's much else for side notes. Can you even think of any? Uh, like I said, I've been spending the past week up at uh, our grandfather's house, which that's been really nice, because his uh, sitter's been on holiday for the Memorial Day weekend, and uh, she's coming back late tonight, and should be, you know, back doing stuff tomorrow, and uh, I also got a new bed, which is amazing. <laughs> yeah, well, how I was... say new, newer. It's, uh, it was my aunt's old bed, which is vastly newer than my old bed was yes um so how was the night of sleep oh my god <laughs> oh it was so good <laughs> it's kind of like the first night i slept on my bed it was like what is this feeling i know it's like is this what sleep is supposed to feel like <laughs> we appear to have someone new in the event in the vent chat hi black magic now he's been in you just yeah, haven't he's... been here at the same time yep yeah, I don't think, is there anything else that I'm forgetting? Probably. Probably. Knowing you. Yeah. 
Um, I finally caught that shiny Zapdos I've been after. And I also oh, caught a shiny Moltres in three encounters. So that was the thing that happened. <laughs> yeah. That's the second time I've gotten a shiny legendary in under five encounters. It's like, what is my luck? I got shiny Xerneas in two encounters, and then this Moltres, I didn't even see it come in. Like, I was just kind of like software setting, you know, on and off. I was looking up, I was talking to our father at the time about something. I look back now, all of a sudden it's just chilling on screen. I was just like, what? <laughs> it's like, oh, hello, pink Moltres. When did you show up? <laughs> so that was the thing. Yeah. I don't think there's... Still haven't found out a Kuno, though. That thing is such a little bastard. It doesn't <laughs> My like God. you. It doesn't <laughs> it like does you. It does not like me. Yeah. I've been trying to get that thing. I don't know if there's anything else. I can't think of anything. I'm sure we can keep meandering, but... Probably. We have a lot of news, so we Belongs. should... Uh, we should head off there now. All right. Alrighty, then. The news. News. We got a lot of news, and it's in no particular order. Flash yeah. and non is all kind of mixed. Okay. The first stuff we're going over, though, is I've got mixed feelings over. <laughs> because, for one thing, like I'm always happy when the ninja janitors have been defeated. I know. It's just not quite in this way. <laughs> but at this manner, it's like... They did this to gain headlines, and by talking about it, we're giving them the headlines they want. Yep. But at the same time, it lessens the value of E3 itself because yes. Bethesda uh, started, like, was this last, it was earlier this week, wasn't it? It was earlier this week, yeah. That's only a they couple started, days. They started up a, a, a live stream of uh, just a camera looking at a TV showing the Fallout Please Stand By logo. Yes. And it was like 24 hours of nothing but this. And people were talking about this, confused and excited. And People were actually livid about it, saying, where the hell's Elder Scrolls? <laughs> Still being worked on, because well, well, there's theories and thoughts to have, but... Yeah. I, and eventually, 24 or so hours later, after starting up this live stream, Bethesda just drops the teaser trailer for Fallout 76. I know, I feel like we missed a couple of them in there. <laughs> Maybe a few games have been missed. And I know that's the joke, but it's... <laughs> that is the joke, I know. That's a hot joke on Twitter right now. But yeah, the um, we have a lot of thoughts and, and opinions on this. First off, my first thought was, why the fuck are you announcing this now? E3 is in two weeks. Yep. Could you have at least held your hand? Yep. Oh, they're not the only ones. There's, uh, there's more to be had that's been announced this week. Oh, yeah. The, but still, nonetheless, it's like... It, E3's coming up. You do realize this, right? <laughs> I, I don't understand this this this, this mentality of announcing stuff over E3. And then when they get to E3, it then suddenly, you know, they say the same thing again. And everyone's like, yeah, we already knew that. You got anything else? And then everyone's like, okay, they didn't really announce anything. Yep. <laughs> if they dropped this out of the blue at E3 at their press conference, I'm telling you right now, everyone would have shit their pants. Oh, absolutely. Everyone would have been caught out of left field, and that would have been all anyone would have been talking about that week. Yep. Now, it's still going to probably catch a lot of headlines that week, but again, it it loses the shock factor. People were like, what? And then everyone's want to share the, the newest, hottest news. It would, have, it, it would have stood up there with a lot of things. Exactly. So it just it baffles me that Bethesda goes and announces stuff. Didn't they do the same thing for Fallout 4? Uh, wasn't... Fallout 4 at their press conference? No, no, no it was, was at their press conference, but yeah. they announced it two weeks prior. 
don't what remember. Was it? Come to our, you know, showcase and see Fallout 4. And yet it, so. I don't remember. I'm pretty sure it was. So I know that that was the first time that they had a press conference was when they dropped Fallout 4. Mm, yes. But yeah, so aside from that, what we were actually shown <laughs> is an interesting teaser that is that has actually been fall, uh, Vault 76 has been tied into previous Fallout games. So there is actually information out there about it. Yeah, which it was, between uh, that and the teaser trailer, there's a lot of interesting information to be had. Yeah, so Vault seventy six was the first. Well, we don't need to go over, you know, off of memory. I have it right here. Oh, but you we'll do have get, it. Okay, we'll get to that in just a hot second. First okay. thing first is sources in quote say that Fallout seventy six will be a multiplayer survival game. I've heard that. Yeah, I've heard this too. Uh, this would be suicide. Oh God, yeah. Yep. If they try to pull like a Rust or or H1Z1 or or a Fortnite type yeah, thing yeah. going on, it would not work for Fallout. No. Fallout. No, Fallout's whole deal is the it's it's a it's a deal in isolation. Like yes. the game is about the 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 loneliness of the wasteland. Yeah. Co-op would work on it, but not MMO like. Yeah, no. Yeah. It, it, it just it would not be a good thing. I don't know. It again, if that's what it's going to be, and they announce that at their press conference, the heat that they will generate oh, will be yeah. legit. Legit. It will be absolutely legit. So I'm hoping it won't be that. What we're thinking is a lot of people uh, thought it might be a Fallout One remake. Some people have been theorizing, and this is where the camp we're in is that it's going to be like a New Vegas like game. We don't. I'm hoping it'll be a spinoff like New Vegas. I think it's going to be a New Vegas game. Because here's the thing: even though Todd Howard has come out and and had comments on this, they've yet to confirm. Has has anyone seen or confirmed that he's actually the project lead on this? I don't believe so. Because he's just he's just the Fallout guy, and he's the Elder Scrolls guy. Everyone goes to Todd Howard when news of either comes to it. He's just always the guy everyone goes to. I think. I, we don't know if this is going to be from Obsidian, the ones who did New Vegas, but we think it's going to be not Todd Howard's team, which is why it's not Elder Scrolls. Yes. Because, again, that's not getting announced this year. Mm. Uh, Todd Howard. They weren't actually working on Elder Scrolls, though, and this was their project. People would go raging mad at them. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, 100%. They've been waiting since 2011 for a new ES game. Yeah. I would be pissed about that if that was the case. Yeah. No, I I think Todd Howard and his team are working on uh, Elder Scrolls 6, whatever that is or is not. Uh, this is another team. It's maybe my bet. And I, from what I've seen, it looks like it should be another, you know, RPG style game, like a mm-hmm. New Vegas like game, just yeah, like yeah. kind of like the core game, but done by a different developer, which isn't uh-huh. necessarily a bad thing. Because yeah. a lot of people love New Vegas, oh, even yeah. though I've never Fallout honestly played 3 it. Fallout 3 and New Vegas are the two popular ones. Yeah, mm-hmm. they are. I own New Vegas on PC. I've never gotten around to it. Yeah. It's just kind of a shame. <laughs> <clears throat> so anyway, yeah, the, the big rumor is that, oh, it's going to be a multiplayer survival. I think that would be a bad idea. That just would not work. Fallout is a single-player uh, story-based game. And plus, not to mention, this is Bethesda. They're the ones who always have the single player. Yes, yes. So. They're like one of the last ones out there that still do that. And there's a market for single player games. Yes. It would be a mistake to have Fallout 76 be a, even though it's a spinoff, it would not have the traction that you would think for a yeah. Fallout game. That would turn off a lot of Fallout fans. Mm. I'm really hoping it's not a screw up, purely for the fact that they screwed up a lot on Fallout 4. 
That's another story entirely <laughs> unto itself. Uh, yeah, I, there's, we could have a at long this point in time, there's no more passes to. Oh, it's a big game, so there will be. Bu- no, sorry. Welcome to 2018. You need to bug fix your game. Yep. So we'll we'll understand that better at E3. And obviously, we were going to be watching it anyway. The thing that really kills me about them announcing it in advance is that the games journalists and what have you and, and, and fans of the industry are watching all the time for news anyway. Yep. But non-gaming journalist stu- stuff's like, you know, the Wall Street Journal and New York Times and you know, on down the list. Yep. Pu- you know, reporters and journalists like that are not paying attention right now Mm -hmm. they might send a reporter at e3 and they'll report what's at e3 and then when bethesda comes out and says you know oh here's another teaser for you know or the thing for you know fallout 76 and everyone's just kind of mild about it in the audience because we already seen it they're going to report that well the crowd reaction was kind of mediocre yeah exactly and that's what gets out. That's mm-hmm. why you need that big pop at E3. To, yep. When you surprise the shit out of everyone out of love. If they had dropped this out of nowhere at the end of their conference, people would have shit their pants. Oh, absolutely. 100%. It would have been amazing. I would have been floored. <laughs> yep. That would have garnered huge news, huge mm-hmm. headlines. People were freaking out. What in the world is this? It. I don't understand why they don't get it. But they never do. We've been having the same conversation for years at this years point. At this they point. never just, get it. it they says, never change. I don't understand. And then the conversation that we also always have for years on end is this year it's not November, but this year it's October. Mm. Which, if they're, by the way, if they're announcing this now, having it at E3 now, just like Fallout 4, it's coming out this year. Yes. It hopefully will be November simply due to the fact that there's... October is blown out. Oh, God. Point. October is bad. Broketober is no joke. But we'll uh, we'll see how that goes. In the meantime, though, Vault seventy six, uh, we have the the wiki up, the wikia up for Fallout Wikia. Uh, we just search general Google search for like Fallout Vault, and you look through all the list of all the vaults that have ever been either mentioned or t- in a in a Fallout game. There are game. a lot. There are a lot, and Fallout seventy six has been mentioned prior in Fallout 3, Fallout 4, and it's been uh, mentioned in other passings here and there. Mm -hmm. Uh, Most notably in Fallout 3, it was in a computer in the Citadel about files of vaults in the D.C. area. Yes. Most notably, however, it was not in Fallout 3. So Vault Mm -hmm. 76, albeit considered to be in the D.C. area, was not, in fact, in Fallout 3. Yeah. So it's just outside of that vicinity so dark god okay so uh vault 76 i believe was the first vault that was open it was uh scheduled to be open 20 years after the bombs dropped and it had 500 occupants which actually i'm gonna pause right there for a second uh if this is in fact gonna be a multiplayer game i'm assuming everyone's gonna take on the role of one of the occupants of the vault does that mean there's some kind of limit? Because, like, how can they say there's 500 if it's going to be, like, a multiplayer game that's going to, you know, supposedly have, you know, thousands of people playing it? This is actually a good point that disrupts the whole narrative of a multiplayer. This between yeah. that and also what was shown in the teaser, it completely destroys the uh, 
the so I don't, narrative of a multiplayer game. Unless it's going to be like it has a single player mode, but it also has yes. a multiplayer mode. Like that would be okay. That'd be yeah. all right. So whatever, here's the thing, but... though, is that technically speaking, uh, uh, their Vault 76 is one of the 17 known control in quotes, vaults that had no baseline experiment to comp- It was a baseline uh, to compare against all the experimental vaults, which yes. we know and love those. <laughs> oh, those uh, can be fun. But Vault 76, like all the control vaults were supposed to uh, unlock and release occupants after 20 years. Uh-huh. So it was so the bombs dropped in 2077, I believe it was. So t- uh, 2097 yeah. should be when mm-hmm. it was supposed to open. Yep. Uh, and this one does. But anyway, you were saying. And, uh, yeah, from what we've seen so far is that you are playing as a single person who wakes up in the vault. Uh, I believe something like five years after it was supposed yeah, to open. Yeah, so there's a date in the teaser mm-hmm. of October 21st, uh, 2102, yes. which is five years after the uh, when the vault was supposed to release. And in that teaser, you can see there's nobody left in the vault. Yeah, you are the only one currently in the vault. So, And again, this breaks the whole, oh, it's a multiplayer game. Well, there's 500 people in the vault. But then they released, but now you're the only solo person in the vault leaving it now. Yeah. Why were you there? Why did you stay in the vault? Where is everybody else? What is going on? Why are you now leaving? Mm -hmm. Again, there's a lot of questions to be had. It does not look like a multiplayer type of game. I think. Yeah. I I don't know where this rumor came from about it being multiplayer based. It seems to me like it's it's internet hearsay, just searching for stuff. It might be, or like I said, it could be the fact that it has a separate multiplayer mode that is non-canon to the story. Like that is that could like, be a thing. That, well, I'd be thing. okay with that. It's like everything that's just non-canon in for yeah. fun, like if whatever. If there's do, some sort of you. secondary mode where they're yeah. like, we're gonna throw it in, and see how it does. I'm okay that with that. That is fine. That is doesn't hurt my feelings okay. one bit. If you come out and say this is only a multiplayer, you know, survival nonsense. It's going to flop hard. Yep. But, uh... Yeah. Uh, no, I... Like, as it stands right now, the teaser trailer itself is only, like, a minute and a half long. Bethesda has been throwing in a lot of key details. There's... 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 Oh, there's this rustic packs on the bed that lead us to believe that he's... Are, the, the main character's already been already out of been the vault. Out and then came back. Yes. Uh, there's a couple of questionable trophies that the we trophies see. for, like, outstanding achievement for... Understand like eating the mystery meat of some yeah, sort, which yeah. is like which hints that there might have been a case of cannibalism at one point in yeah, the vault. There's um there's a lot of details in there, and it's mm-hmm. like I said, there's nobody there. But here's the thing. Interestingly enough, this is the earliest that we've been outside of the vault in a in a game in a Fallout game. Now, obviously, yeah. Fallout Four, you were outside when the bombs dropped. Yeah. Granted, but after from the bomb drop point. This is the freshest the, the terrain has been mm-hmm. since the bomb drop. Yeah. Uh, mostly it's, you know, you've been 100, 200, so on years down the line. Yeah. And like Fallout 4, you were, how long down the road were you? You were uh, several hundred years down several the road. Several hundred. I don't Four or 500 years down. I forget. I honestly forget. I think it was yeah. 200 years. I forget, honestly. Yeah, I don't remember specifically how long, but it was a couple hundred years after the fact. And... With this one though, it's only been twenty five years since the bomb drop, so that is interesting so this time is frame. Be interesting, yeah. I think I it places the, uh, how different the landscape yes. is. Uh, this places this game just before Fallout One, I believe. Yes, yes, yes. So it's gonna. There's a lot going on. Uh, the music, the music choice in the teaser trailer is important. It is. Uh, what was I forget the name of the song now? It's escaping me. It's um. Because 
The start of that teaser trailer reminded me of Fallout 3 for That's some exactly reason. That's exactly what we both said when we saw it. Yeah, very much so. Uh, the music was like, uh, I forget, it's driving me crazy now. Yeah, it doesn't seem to be linear. It's very important. It leads us to believe it might be in either Northern Virginia or West Virginia. It should be more or less the location. Yep. Uh, I don't know if you would consider that the D.C. area. It depends on how hard you squint. Mm-hmm. Uh, West Virginia would be interesting, though, for many reasons. Again, we're still yet to see uh, Yeah, something Virginia. Uh, something Virginia. I forget it. That's yeah. what it was leading us to believe. It was... <laughs> also, just to add to the uh, conversation here, Fanso, I can say right off the bat, there's no hatred towards multiplayer games from me. Fallout just really does not fit the right sort Yeah, and that's the thing, yeah, too. Is that's it? background exactly for a multiplayer, yeah. in my opinion. That's yeah. exactly what I was co-op, it, co-op would work pretty well. Mm-hmm. Co-op would be but interesting. To me, Fallout is all about the story. Yeah. yeah and the NPCs you meet and doing good or bad, which Fallout 3 nailed with the karma system. Yeah, and that's not to say that multiplayer games can't have good stories. It's more just the fact that Fallout has always focused on you alone in the wasteland trying to survive. Yes. Like, a multiplayer setting for a Fallout game doesn't exactly fit the narrative. Is all that we're trying to say. Like there is absolutely no hatred for. Yeah, and, and, and that's, that's, that's true as well. Games. Furthermore, any kind of multiplayer game with the Fallout controls, even Fallout Four, if anyone's expecting, uh, you know, Fallout Call of Duty edition, uh, I got news for you: the Fallout shooter controls are far too stiff <laughs> to work. It's true. <laughs> I don't think people are ready for this. And furthermore, there's no like VATS like system in this if it's a multiplayer game because you can't pause a multiplayer game. That That's is true, true as well, yeah. So it'd be interesting to see how they try to get around all that, but yeah. Again, that's why I'm saying the multiplayer narrative I think it's just internet fanboys searching for because that's the new hot thing and it has to yeah, be done yeah. and yada yada. I'm I hoping so, but there is two new sites listed at the minute. Yeah, I that doesn't necessarily mean it's true. Because Fallout has always focused on the story and the yeah. experience of yep. the individual that you are controlling. Yeah, if Bethesda the... actually do this as an MMO, they're going to get absolutely raged at. Yeah, I don't think it'll go very far. I don't think... It'll, hopefully. I'm really again, if it's hoping... a If it's a side mode that they do as an experiment, kind of like with yeah. the uh, Fallout 4's little experiment with the uh, settlements thing. Mm. If, if it's there, but it's not you know a main canon thing yeah, of the whole game. Not settlements back fine. in. They really got to shape them up. Yeah, please. I, oh, settlements God, yeah. were a brilliant idea. Very much so. But the fact you've got to be there to defend them when you've got weapons yes. set up to I defend love, them I love constantly. how I would set. I would give them good weapons. I would set up turrets, set up defenses, and then oh, it's being it's being attacked. And it's like are you. What, and you have serious? to be like, even if you show up and do nothing, you have to be there, otherwise they will fail. Yeah. Like just yeah. regardless. It's like, no, I'm it not going to babysit everyone. It needs better AI to it. It does. Yeah, it, it's just, what the thing that was really weird for it is like, oh, this place is attacking us. And you check the map, and it's like way across the map on the other side. And it's yeah, like, yeah. And we have someone else in the chat now. Oh, hey, Queen Inu. Nice. Awesome. Yeah, she's from uh, Discord. Awesome. That's awesome. I haven't seen you in here ever, I think. Yeah, it's first time for I me. I certainly never seen them. Yeah, good to talk to you. So there's two people you. tonight I've not seen. Yeah, the uh, yeah these are all people from uh, Discord. Either Zoll or Vale have probably posted the link in there or something. Mm. Um, but yeah, the uh, Fallout seventy six interesting. 
Yeah, we'll have to wait and get more concrete information from it. For right now, yes. I'll say hold off, wait till E3 actually happens, see what they say about it. Exactly, and, and that's the key with these rumors of out. multiplayer Right now, the mode. multiplayer thing is just still a rumor. It's yeah, not confirmed very much in any so. I, I really hope if it's a spin-off, they too. will bring the karma system back. Yeah. I know. I, I'm hoping for a lot. My uh, thoughts is it's going to be like a New Vegas-like thing. I think so as well. Especially if we find and, out it's uh, Obsidian. Mm. Oh, yeah, City is a developer be... for New Vegas, so yeah. I mean, and I wouldn't be against that at all. Uh, as far as the Elder Scrolls fans, you've got nothing to worry about. Todd Howard and his team are definitely still doing that. Yes, and one more thing of interest as well. It wasn't in the trailer, and it wasn't like you know, like mentioned so far either like by name, but there was a hint in the live stream of the uh, of the puppet guy from yeah that's true from the comic strip that came out a comic three. strip about vault 77 about vault 77 there was a guy who was locked in a room with a bunch of puppets and oh no no what, what it was insane. for vault 77 it was he was the only one in the, only the vault one in the vault yeah and he was and, just uh, given a box full of puppets yeah and he went insane and started you know killing people yeah, and once he uh, got out once he got out and uh yeah, so there was actually, on the live stream itself, there was his, you know, signature puppet was there in the live stream. So people are kind of latching onto that as well. Like, oh, maybe he's going to be in this game in some fashion. Like, that would, that would be, be cool. That would be cool. I would and like that. That. Also, that would be interesting. That's another thing that destroys the narrative of a multiplayer game. Yeah. Again, it just... <laughs> Unless they're going to try to do, like, the Star Wars Battlefront thing where, oh, Darth Vader suddenly showed up and it's, like, some special character. But it's unlike Darth Vader, Darth Vader's a recognizable character, a recognizable villain. I don't think a lot of fans even know about the puppet guy. The puppet guy honest. was an offhanded comic strip that's short comic strip about a vault that <coughs> hasn't appeared in any other game prior. Yep. So that is an interesting detail that, and that was not in the trailer. It was part of the live stream. It was stream part of the live so... stream. It was not in the trailer in any way, shape, or form. But uh, we'll see what happens with that because there was one other hint of him in another game. I think it was in Fallout Three, where you found his jumpsuit and there was like an audio log attached to it. It was like everyone was like, "Oh, you better get rid of that thing, or you don't want him to show up." And it's like, like this is a scary figure in the wasteland. Yeah, it was like, in people, Fallout like, Three. No rumors about this guy. There was a part in Fallout Three where you find a Vault Seventy Seven jumpsuit, yeah. and that was where the audio log was mm -hmm. as well. Black Magic, as far as where the vault is, Vault Seventy Seven, I don't know of. Vault Seventy Six, we're theorizing, could be in either. Northern Virginia or West Virginia yeah, is the that is back. That is it. I already went back. Uh, vault 76 is is listed in Fallout 3 as being part of the D.C. area vaults. So it's within eyesight, quote unquote, of D.C., but it could be out. It was not in Fallout 3, so it could be uh, elsewhere. Uh, location is on. Okay, so yep. yeah, we have no idea where Vault 77 is. Vault 77 is. has it never been be officially. Nearby. It could be somewhere in it West Virginia. We don't know. But yeah, so. it would be interesting if they expanded on Puppet Man because that's just an intriguing character because this is a guy that people like know rumors about. Like, yeah, this is a there's scary been rumors and hearsay throughout the games. So like, People are afraid of this thing. So if he actually shows up, that would be kind of boss. I would like that. That would be interesting. Again, my bet is a new Vegas like thing. Uh, I think so as well. If I were to go really all in, I would say obsidian is the developer. Mm, that'd be cool. West Virginia is where I'm thinking the most likely location mm -hmm. is due to the song that was played in the trailer. It's bugging the shit out of me that I can't remember the name of the song. Yeah. It was, it was, uh, it was the song. And also the fact that this was not in uh, fallout three. Yeah. So, 
We'll have to wait and see. Two weeks out. But, like, hey, you know out, what? Hopefully we'll get a lot more concrete Two information. weeks out. So let's start announcing games before E3. <laughs> I know, right? Because that's Because <laughs> that makes perfect sense. Yep. Yep. Should we move on? Moving on. Moving on. Oh, I think an X and an X. And, uh, okay, now from uh, that news to some shitty news. Oh, yeah, this was sad. Uh, gaming critic Total Biscuit, uh, known as John Bain, has passed away due to his long-fought battle with cancer. Yeah, uh, he was 33. He dies at age 33, and yep. that really hit home because guess what? I'm 33. Yes, you are. And yep. I was like, fuck. Yep. That yeah, like, Zal, the angry Scotsman Zal just said cancer is a bastard. Yeah, it really does because guess what? That's not the only news of someone dying of cancer we have in these in this you know mm-hmm. news tabs we've got up. Yep. So it, yeah, cancer really is a fucking bastard. Yeah, it was yep. uh, it was bowel cancer that I believe spread to his liver and spine, if yes. I remember right. At it one was point, stage four, so it was incurable. Yeah, he, incurable at yeah. one point he went into remission, but it had spread, and then it came back. Once and, it spreads, yeah, it's, it's very hard spread to, to get his liver, uh, his spine as well, which yes. is just ooh, that oh, sounds God. nasty. Yeah, the amount of pain that guy must have been in. Yeah. That, that definitely sucks. I was, yeah, I was shocked when I saw this on Twitter. I was just like, oh my god. Because like, we knew it was coming for the longest time, but to actually, like, you know, yeah, I woke up, saw like, that post. Yeah, I woke up, saw that post, and it's just like, what the hell? I know. Yeah, it definitely sucks. Yeah, so that's really sad. I feel so bad for his wife. It Definitely, all his family and yeah. friends. You know, we we went through that with our aunt uh, Deborah. Our aunt Deborah, yeah. So mm-hmm. and that year. sucked, and and just like uh, Total Biscuit, her cancer was very aggressive. Very, very aggressive. Yeah, it was. From I the think hers was more aggressive than John Payne's. I think it was. Yeah, because she uh, she had it for about like a year, but nobody knew about it. Like from the time we found out about it, it was only two months later that she passed. So, like, it suddenly ramped up in a real quick hurry. Yeah. And, By the time uh, that was even found, it was already up to It was job. already, yeah, it was already spread. Because it was, uh, with her, it was lung cancer that spread to her uh, her bones and, you know, her, uh, what was it, gland? What was the specific glands? I forget. I forget. Glands I have no idea. Notes. It might have been, yeah. It was like it was the bones and something else, but the fact of the matter is it had already spread, and by that point it's so hard to get on top of. So. Yeah, especially when it spreads, that's when that's when bad things happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we we know how that feels, and it's not a good feeling it's at all. It sucks. Not. So definitely, you know, heart goes out to his family. The most certainly. And then and then the other thing, the other side of this is that there were actually people online celebrating about it. I know. Like, what fucking planet are you from? I know. Seriously. Oh. That's just sick. Yep. We're not even going to talk about them. They're, they they were out there. There was one guy from Bioware, I forget. It was just... And then people were like, oh, we're going to poke at Bioware. And then other people, like Jason Schrader from Wait, Bioware. Wait, so one actually from Bioware? Yeah. From the company? Yeah. No, here's the thing. And then the lead, one of the leaders at Bioware came out and said, uh, he doesn't speak for all of the company. Yeah. Serious. Like, he said that was shitty. Mm-hmm. So I'd imagine if that guy still works there, he's probably getting some serious... Oh, he's it was a former Bioware dude. No, he was a former. So it was a former guy from Bioware. Yeah. And then yeah, the Jason Schrader came out and was like, "Uh, he does not speak for Bioware." <laughs> That's Seriously, it. that was fucked. Yeah. But yeah, but yeah, the, the celebrating anyone dying of cancer is fucking disgusting. It is. Very much so. Hundred percent. Uh, I don't know if there's any, you know, 
way to just move on from that. I know. Unfortunately, we have to at this point. Unfortunately, we have to. Which it yes. sucks. Yep. So you wanted to talk about this. Uh, yeah, this is interesting. Uh, so Nintendo files for the trademark for N64, which leads me to believe, like, this is not confirmed anyway, but it leads me to believe that there was an N64 Mini on the way. And if that is, in fact, the case, that is going to be hype. Like, oh, my God, that's going to be so good. The N64 yeah, I showed her this link era. and she squealed. I did. Because the N64 had so many great games. Yeah, GoldenEye was one. Perfect Dark was one that we played to The original Perfect Dark, mm-hmm. which is technically the spiritual successor from GoldenEye. Yeah. GoldenEye and Perfect Dark. If you've Dark noticed, also. though, everyone is jumping on this old console game hype at the minute. Yeah. Sega have just re-released their uh, Mega Drive collection. Yeah. To a very glitchy release on Steam, I have to ask. Yeah, we still have a lot of our original N64 cartridges oh, on our wall over there. Fanto has a mini SNES. Oh, God, Fanto, I want it. <laughs> we haven't they're even seen back, one. They're bringing the mini NES and the SNES back out, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah they're bringing oh, them back to retail. Oh, or or they're, you know, they're continuing the SNES. And they're bringing the mini or the NES back. I know we want one, but we haven't even seen one in stock anywhere. Yeah, everywhere I've checked, Put it's not been in stock. Put an order down, and it'll ship when they get them. Oh my god, the mini SNES would be fantastic. There you go, GameStop but, uh, is selling them again. But yeah, a mini N64 would be amazing. I would love that. There's like you know, original Mario Kart could be on there. Original Mario Tennis could be on there. Uh, Jet Force Gemini might be a bit of a stretch, but I would love to see that come back again. That was an amazing game. That was a big game for 64 back in the day, so hopefully that would be one. I feel like that's such an obscure title now, but it was such a good game. I love Jet Force Gemini. The big thing with me, though, is that I'd be willing to bet that GoldenEye 007 will not be on this. Probably. Same thing with Perfect Dark. No, no. Perfect Dark might be in its place because... Goldeneye not because the licensing for James Bond is, is such a true. huge deal. That is true. I wasn't thinking those lines. Yeah. I think they might get permission to do it. Yeah. You never know. Maybe. Yeah, you never know. They could get it back. Yeah, it Goldeneye was shot. a really great game. Uh, Perfect Dark, though. I think the original Perfect Dark Perfect would Dark be... Was so good. You would be out of your mind not to include the original Perfect Dark on yep. something like this. And, uh, yeah, there were so many great N64 games. I'm really hoping to hear more about this soon. I'm just waiting for Sega to bring a real Mini Mega Drive out but now. Yeah, again, this is with also... a cons- with an actual cartridge slot instead of you know one of them third party ones. Yeah, but uh, again, this is all speculation. Uh, right now, the trademark is for N64, and that is it. So we'll see what they do with it. Yeah, um, I'm kind of pissed off at Sega because they've not brought out some of the best Disney games, unfortunately. <laughs> oh God! It... And then there's this. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, Valve. Yeah, so moving on. Oh, Valve. Not to cut you off Kazo. it's bad when you get that reaction. Oh, Valve. Yes, <laughs> Valve, definitely. It's more of a condemnation on Valve than anything else because we'll, we'll go there. There's two tabs for this. And, uh, I think I know which one this is. Yeah, so Valve is now under fire for allowing a school shooting simulator to hit Steam. Mm-hmm. Uh, Just the, why? The... Controversial video game called Active Shooter was mm-hmm. published on Steam Direct. The title allows players to resume to assume the role of a school shooter or a SWAT officer. You know, so that's uh that's not a touchy <laughs> subject at all. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if they did it just to show that Valve literally has no quality control on any of their games. They didn't. Probably. We'll get there in a second. 
we'll get there in a second. But yeah, no. It, uh, again, I I saw the footage of this, and it just it looks like a shitty you know knockoff Steam. one one of the many Steam games that are just kind of sloppily slapped together, and mm. you know what? It doesn't look like much of anything. But people are. Oh, you know, they're freaking out about it. People are, you yeah. know, it's just like, oh, well, how would Valve allow this? It's like Valve allows just about anything. I was going to say, Valve has no quality control whatsoever. Like, there was no one checking anything at the door at Valve. Yep. Yep. So there's this article itself also has uh, incorrect information saying that there have <laughs> been 22 school shootings in the U.S. since the beginning of the year. That's a false statistic that's been bullshitted around the Internet for a long while. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, nonetheless, there have been too many school shootings, mm-hmm. uh, period, I'll much less this year. Yeah. But, yeah, the, uh, but anyway, moving on to the next tab so that we can at least get to the point of, you know, Valve has removed the controversial school shooting game, Active Shooter, uh, and its developer as well from the Steam Marketplace description, yada, yada. <laughs> uh, so, okay, so Valve today took down Active Shooter from Steam as well as any game published by Revived Games and publisher Acid, uh, but not for the reasons you might think. Quote, this developer and publisher is in fact a person calling himself Ata Betrev, I'm guessing, I don't know. Something like that. Something like that. Who had been previously removed last fall when he was operating as BC Interactive and Elusive Team, a Valve rep told Kotaku. The rep called the developer a troll with a, quote, history of customer abuse, published publishing copyrighted material and user review manipulation and his identity identity was revealed during valve's investigation of active shooter Mm. he's one of the one of the asset flippers that had been removed prior from steam yeah again when you see look when you see the hype around the game you think wow what because you look at the game itself it looks like shit it does and i was like when i was looking at jim sterling's footage of it i was like this does not even look good it looks like (laughs) an asset flip guess what guess what it is (laughs) so uh yeah Hopefully we won't get anything else from this individual again. Oh, we probably will. We probably will we because probably will. Valve. Valve. Mm-hmm. Valve only acts when there's heat on them to yep. do so. And of course, with the way this one blew up, which how anyone could not see that it wouldn't. <laughs> again, I. Uh, yeah, this this individual whose name I'm not going to try to butcher again. Uh. It could be another digital homicide, you know, where it's like he it thinks he's the be, greatest yeah. thing ever. Yep. His games are perfect. It's exactly what is up to standard. There's nothing wrong with it, you know. <laughs> thinks he's the most amazing developer that ever was. Yep. Who knows? He, I wouldn't be surprised to find out he comes back. Probably. Anything else we need to talk about this? Kaz, do you have any thoughts? Not really. Yeah. The game itself, definitely in poor taste. Oh, yeah. The reaction... I honestly say it would be overblown because it, the game just looked like shit anyways. It did. It did not look good. It looks very cheap. Like it probably was. So. <laughs> yeah, it most certainly was. Yep. Moving uh, on. Yeah, moving on. No Man's Sky is finally set to introduce full multiplayer in July, giving us a date for the, quote, next, uh, you know, patch that adds in all this stuff to all the platforms coming on July 24th. Again, I think no one's going to care. I'm going to poke <laughs> my head in at some point, giving it the middle of the summer. long since sailed. Oh, it most certainly has. I'm going to poke my head in after the fact and, you know, poke around for, give it an hour or two and see what it looks and feels like. Like, if it blows my socks off and, you know, my underwear goes shooting across the room, then 
I'll I'm let you know. I'm concerned for you. It'll be a hell of a mess to clean up. <laughs> but uh, I'll let everyone know that, hey, wait a minute. Uh, they finally did something, but I would, I'm not holding my breath Again, on this. even if that is the case, it could be the most amazing thing ever. I really don't think anyone's going to give it a second glance at this point. Yeah. Yeah, I just, again, I'm not holding my breath, but I'm going to poke my head in and see what's going oh, on. Yeah. I liked the – what I'm hoping for is that I liked the promise of what No Man's Sky set out to be. Mm-hmm. And my hope is that other developers don't like, avoid the, 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 the concept and the uh, the genre simply because of No Man's Sky. Like, I hope they don't avoid that's it. that's probably going to be the case. Because I have wanted a game that was like... Firefly. Firefly or Cowboy Bebop mm-hmm. or Outlaw, Outlaw Star, Star or there's uh, there's a few others out there. Bodacious Space Bodacious Pirates. Space Pirates. There have been yeah, a few. I would love a game like that. Oh, I Unfortunately, just... this one just soured everyone to the mm. idea of it. So. If I could have a, a game like that, like FTL was the closest thing that got me, and it's what got me thinking about it. I would just mm. love... Oh yeah, a I would game love like to play that. Firefly. That would be the best. Firefly thing ever. or Cowboy Bebop or yeah. you know Outlaw Star. That would be phenomenal. No, the space westerns. <laughs> a space western that would be like those are great. so good. I love that. Would those. be great. Yeah, we've Have never had a game that could successfully pull it off. <laughs> yeah, it just that would be amazing. So just hopefully it doesn't. The, you know, the No Man's Sky experiment was the the, the closest thing to that, where mm-hmm. it's like, oh, you go out and explore the universe, and you could be, and it was like, oh, you could be a raider, you could be a trader, you could be do this or that. And it was just like, oh, and I then know, it just kind of I fell know. on its face. It was just like, come on. I know no one's been able to nail it, but I would love it if someone did. That would be amazing. That would be so good. Uh, moving on. Moving on. Ah, uh, respawn developers have been returning to Infinity Ward. Really? Yes. Yeah, so, uh, reports are saying that certain people with uh eight people now have left respawn and head back to Infinity Ward. At least three of them having prior been worked at Infinity Ward. Hmm. Uh, there's no real rhyme or reason or you know explanation to it other than the fact that uh respawn was just picked up by EA. Okay, that makes more sense now. <laughs> Not gonna want to put you know pin the tail on that donkey, but if I were to do so, that's what I would say. That's it. Some people are probably seeing the uh, you know the the you know the guillotine coming down the road. It's like <laughs> yeah, I'll find Some a job shit. now. <laughs> that's it. I'll find a job now. Uh, not much else to say other than that. I don't think anything's really in trouble at some people are trying to brew rumors that there's, mm-hmm. oh, oh, there's trouble brewing at Respawn. And I don't think there's really troubles right now. Yeah, I would um, love it if it became a thing where it's like as soon as EA picks something up, like everyone jumps ship. Like that might be the only thing that convinces people to, hey, don't sell out to EA. Otherwise, you know, all your workers are just going to piss off elsewhere. Yeah. Because I think that might be like the only thing that could, you know, convince people, hey, stay away from EA. Like nobody wants you, that. You don't even need that as incentive. Like just EA's own so, past history should be it. all you need to know. Like, I oh, know. we'll be different. How? I know. It's like you would think that that would be the case, but yet, you know, they're still picking people up. So mm. moving on. Moving on. Uh, okay. So someone. This is a quote from uh, from the Wall Street Journal during a meeting with Sony Interactive. Uh, President and CEO John. Ooh. Shiyoshi Kodera shared some insight into Sony's plans. He acknowledged that the PlayStation 4 is in the final phase of its console life cycle. 
I don't believe that is true. <laughs> well, here's the thing. They just released the PS4 Pro. Here's the thing. Honestly, I think he's telling the truth, but the problem is, is that the internet is taking that and going, the PS5 is going to be announced this year at E3. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that is definitely not the case, no. That's not happening. No. no. So here's the thing. Well, the problem is that he said it was in the last phase of his life cycle. How many years is that? That is true. We were never given a a time frame. Nobody. I was going to say, look at the PS2 and how long that lasted. (laughs) Yeah, because like this console is as easily as successful as the PS2 at this point. Yeah, Yeah. definitely. Uh, It's going to be going a while. It's going to be going a while. Uh, As far as to how much overlap with the PS5 there is. There will be a lot, like there was with the PS2 mm-hmm. to 3. Yeah. Uh, the thing, though, that a plus, lot of people have got to realize... It depends on how decent the PS5 is. Yeah, that is there's that, too. Well. Given the fact that, as our, our Dark God just said, the PS4 Pro just came out. It would be suicide to announce the PS5 right now. That would burn so many people. Very much so. Again, that's why I didn't upgrade myself. Yeah. For fear of that. So mm-hmm. if the, it's Same. not happening this year, period. If it happens next year, I would say it's still too it's soon. still too soon. Uh, 2020. Well, quite a few of the, pay- the Sony in-houses have actually bluntly said, no, we are not working at- on the PS5 right now. There's mm-hmm. rumors that people say there are, they're not. That- Let me just say this right now. The thought and-, and ideas of what the PS5 might become are definitely being talked about in Sony. Yes. They're definitely looking forward to that right now. Well, they start nowhere talking near about that the instant they release the last gen. Yeah. The, they are not working on it, though. There, Nothing's being produced. Mm-hmm. Uh, final spec is not even talked about. Price point, <laughs> nothing is being talked about right now. Like, the thought and theory of what it might become, what it might look like, the, those are in if process. If it becomes what Zaldera just said, I will fly up to Scotland just to kick in. <laughs> oh, no, a separate piece of hardware? Yeah, no. No, he said it'll be an app you install on a smart TV. Oh, I, yeah, okay. I don't see it being a separate piece of hardware. It doesn't see it being a separate piece of hardware. Just, oh, yeah, yeah something to download to your smart TV. I don't even no. own a smart TV. That would uh, alienate too many people. I don't think that would fly. Yeah. Not in this day and age. No, not yet. Maybe someday, but definitely not yet. No. <sighs> but, yeah, so there's that. A, a lot of people are, are look, oh, a few outlandish claims such as a 2018 launch window. Not happening. No, not even a no, 2019 no, no. <laughs> launch window. If they announce it in 2019 for a 2020, I would still say that's awfully risky because people is, that had yeah. just bought the PS4 Pro would feel still kind of burned. Mm-hmm. Only getting a couple years out of it. it yeah. miss, I don't see it happening. Yeah, we'll have to wait and see for this. Definitely not this year, though. Moving on, Compulsion Games, uh, We Happy Few has uh, not been rated by the classification board in Australia, thus uh, effectively banning it from the country. Didn't Australia put in a rating board just for stuff like yes. this? Yeah, they did. <laughs> it didn't mean and they're going to rate it. it still doesn't get released. This is like, what, the fifth game that's not been released? They, they, no, they just, they just put in it. a new adult or mature rating, mm-hmm. and they've yet to... or Have they yet to use it? They think they might have used it here and there, but they I really... I don't know. There's still a lot of things that they just don't rate for, which is mm-hmm. just like... Yeah, I read into this a little bit. Apparently, the big problem with We Happy Few with the Australian rating board is the fact drugs that it use. focuses heavily on drugs. And apparently, like, even with their rating board, that still doesn't, you know, isn't something they want to allow. So I'm like, it's what kind is... of death, though, if it's an M-rated game and it they should require game. ID for it. Exactly. If you buy an M-rated, they should require ID. Yep. 
That's the main issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just unfortunate. It is. I love We Happy Feet. Yeah, no, uh, so earlier this week, Compulsion Games uh, has since said that they're, have, they have reached out to the Australian Classification Board collaborating, collaborating with the governing body as best they can to get more information on the decision and potentially brush the game up for the country standards if possible. Mm. I don't see that being a I thing because of the drug use. Because that is an intricate theme throughout We Happy Few that, like, if you took that out, you would be playing a completely different game. Mm. Moving on, uh, PlayStation uh, has announced that the E3 experience for 2018 is uh, going to be a thing as well this year, coming okay. back from last year. So you can watch Sony's E3 2018 showcase in theaters on June 11th. Mm. Uh, lo- locations are limited, and you got to buy tickets in advance, reserve your tickets. That's all there is. Yep. For, And the closest one to us is there are two showings in New York City uh, and nothing anywhere closer than that. Well, mm-hmm. no. <laughs> That's the way it always is. <laughs> The question is, is the stuff for it over here? I don't think I so. I don't think so. This seems all U.S. Seems all U.S. All U.S. All U.S. All U.S. All U.S., yep. Yeah, I don't know how many people actually went to that last year, but obviously enough for them to obviously do it again. enough to justify mm-hmm. them doing it again. Obviously for them only being in, like, you know, Los Angeles. Big cities. Uh, big, big cities. Orlando. Boise, Idaho. Boise, Idaho. That seems a little bit weird. <laughs> Chicago, Illinois, Indianapolis, Indiana, Boston, Massachusetts. There's Kansas City, Missouri, Raleigh, North it's Carolina, Las Vegas. It's pretty much all the big cities in the st- different states. Yep. Yeah. Well, that's good that they're doing it. Because it brings people together to watch it. Like, here's the thing. Like, some of them right here, like Lone Tree, Colorado. I'd be willing to bet it's... I don't know where Lone Tree, Colorado is, but I'd be willing to bet it's probably just, like, just outside of, like, Denver or something probably, of the like. yeah. That would be my guess. Mm-hmm. That's just where the venue is located officially. Yep. The the city limit they're within. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, the it's coming back. It's a thing. It's a thing. Moving on, we've got the final call for all the press conferences have finally been updated. So, like we said, EA is Saturday, June 9th, uh, two p.m. Eastern. I don't 7 think. Seven p.m. Yeah. Yeah, seven p.m. Uh, England. The I don't know if I'm going to be watching that live. I might catch it after the fact because I have to go to work EA that night. It was boring last year. Yeah, very yeah, much so. Yeah. I think I might catch the uh, Cliff Notes version after. I'll catch it after the fact when I can actually skip ahead. Yep. <laughs> Not to mention last year they just cut it off and went into that freaking Star Wars game without saying a damn thing. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Was that was weird. weird. That was another that weird was part weird, of it. Yeah. Uh, last year's EA's was they they somehow talked an hour and a half about nothing. About nothing. <laughs> and so then it was true. just like they came out and then we're like, oh, let's move on. And they went outside to talk about some mobile game. And we were like, wait, is the conference over? Yeah, it was weird. Like they didn't even like officially do is. any closing of it. So they just went outside and started talking to me. I was like, wait, is this part of the thing? Or, oh, I, oh, I guess the conference is over. Okay. We couldn't tell because it was about tell. the same level of energy and <laughs> same know. level of attention. So it was like, yeah. right. Uh, <laughs> EA was an episode of Seinfeld. <laughs> I Seinfeld. love that. Seinfeld. Yeah. I love that. That's good. Uh, either which way. Moving on. Sunday, June 10th, Microsoft, 4 p.m. Eastern. We're going to be watching that live. Yep. 4 p.m. Eastern on a Sunday. Uh, interesting time frame for them. Yeah, definitely. You know what I do like this year? A lot of them have put it so it's more friendly for us in England and Europe. That, that is, is true. That is true, yeah. Bethesda isn't. A lot isn't. of these conferences are earlier. Yeah. Bethesda's not. Yeah. Uh, that's 9 p.m. No, Bethesda never do. 9 p.m. England time frame for Microsoft. Bethesda is 6... 30 no no it's it's 9 30 p.m eastern which is 2 30 a.m uh time. which i would imagine kaz you're gonna catch that the next day 
It depends how my sleep partners. That is true. That is true too. If my sleep is out of sync like it is now, I mean, I went to bed at five o'clock yesterday morning. (laughs) (laughs) Which means you almost have the same kind of sleep schedule that I do then. That's it. Pretty much. Mm, Either which way. I live on your sleep schedule most of the time because my sleep says no to living on British time. You do try, but it's just like, nope, not having it. Not having it. Back to the old ways. Uh, Monday, June 11th, Square Enix is going to be 1 p.m. Eastern. I don't think we're going to be watching that live. We'll probably catch that after yeah. the fact. As, oh, it's, as it stands right now, it looks like the press conference special that we're recording will be recorded around 1 to 2 o'clock on Monday, okay. Eastern time frame. Mm-hmm. And for the record, that's one. That's 6 p.m. Uh, England for mm-hmm. Square Enix. Yeah. I would have... If you do... The- Sorry, I just had to move. If you do the show around 1 p.m., I'm going to have to ask you if you'll do it an hour later because that's when we watch our news. Right. That's fine. That's fine, too. I was thinking 2 o'clock was my thought because that gives us two hours to record a show before we get to Ubisoft. Ubisoft. Monday, June 11th, which is going to be 4 p.m. Eastern, uh, 9 p.m. London. Be interesting to see what they bring this year because they killed it last year. Oh, that was great. That was the best conference they had last year. Man, they barely edged. Yeah, there's uh, they barely edged out. was Devolver Digital, <laughs> who has no conference this year, looks oh, like. Oh, God. That I haven't was, heard of anything That was it. hilarious. It was amazing. That was the most legendary thing. Legend. Just sheer taking the piss. <laughs> 100% approve. It was amazing. I was taking notes on that. It was like 10 minutes, like five minutes in. I was like, this is, what is going on? Like, we kept looking. What look, is happening? Yeah, is, I was asleep you... when you watched that, and I was bombarded with you have got to watch this. I <laughs> <laughs> have got to experience this. It is a thing. You will not forget it. It will not leave you. <laughs> it's true. Like Pandora's happened. box. You can't just open it, look, and go, oh, and then close it again. That's not how it works. Nope. Uh, but yeah, there's no word if they're doing anything again this year or not. Mm. Like, how do you top that, though? I mean, seriously. Yeah. I know. You got to give it a couple of years because, like, the thing that made it so brilliant was everyone went into it thinking it was a legit conference. That was the best part. That was the best part. That was part. the best part. Like, you can't recreate that because now next time they show up, people are going to be like, okay, I know what you're up to. Yeah. Unless next time they do have a legit conference. Yeah, that, that would be another <laughs> troll move. That would move. be great. That would be hilarious. Oh, God, I love them. They're so good. Definitely good. Uh, like I said, Ubisoft, 4 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. London. Uh, Sony's conference, 9 p.m. Eastern, 2 a.m. London. That is yeah. the same time slot. Same time slot, on. yeah. Ubisoft, Sony's I think, is the same really time slot as well. really need to learn to do it a bit earlier since they are one of the big three. Yeah. Yep. And then uh, Nintendo is 12 p.m. Eastern on the Tuesday, June 12th, uh, 5 p.m. London. That is Nintendo is always 5 p.m. Yep. Even yep. the normal Nintendo Directs at 5 p.m. <laughs> yep. So as it stands right now, Monday, June 11th at around 2 p.m. Eastern time is mm-hmm. when we will be doing our uh, the podcast uh, for uh, the you know press conference day madness. Well, at that point in time, we'll be going over EA, Microsoft, and Bethesda. At that point in time, I think Square Enix will have only just wrapped up or maybe still going. I don't know. That one, Ubisoft, Sony, and Nintendo will be doing on the Thursday show, mm. which will be that Thursday, which the date escapes me. It is going to be the 14th yep. of June is when that show will be. So, yeah, E3 is coming up fast. It and is coming up fast. People are announcing games beforehand. Mm. 
Speaking of which, do you have a Nintendo's big announcement from this week? No, I don't. Okay, well, we're going to Serebi then. Uh-oh. Because speaking of people announcing things two weeks in advance... Yeah, these new Pokemon games are iffy at best to me right now. They are strange. So, speaking of things being announced two weeks early, I believe it was... Was it yesterday or the day before? That this actually happened where Nintendo had a live stream in Japan that I got the uh, the Cliff Notes version of off of Twitter after the fact because I believe it was only in Japanese. But uh, two games were announced, technically three if you count the two versions of the one. But uh, first off was Pokemon Quest, which is a free-to-play title on the Nintendo Switch and later coming to mobile. Um, it's interesting, it's very different, it's very, like, chibi, blocky-ish. It reminds me a lot of the, uh, the Rumble series. And but, Minecraft. And Minecraft, yeah, it's like Pokemon Rumble and Minecraft kind of got meshed together to create this, you know, just the art style of and it. And I still think this is why they went after Pixelmon. It's very possible, because a lot of the models do look very similar to the models from Pixelmon. The original models. Yep. It is very true. The, uh... Yeah, it's a free-to-play title. Uh, I don't know too much of the specifics about it, but it is on Nintendo Switch right now. It is coming to mobile later this year. Uh, just kind of like a cutesy game. You know, you go around in this island, you know, doing different things, like doing different quests, you know, in the name of the game, Pokemon Quest. Uh, it reminds me so much of Rumble. Every time I say it, I'm just like, that looks just like, you know, a Minecraft version of Rumble. But And then after the fact, the one that people have been anticipating... For the past couple of weeks, like, there were rumors and speculation, you know, things got leaked, uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago, speculating that uh, these two games would be announced and the titles are the same, so the leaks were actually legit. Uh, Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Pokemon Let's Go Eevee have officially been announced uh, for the Nintendo Switch. Uh, I believe they're coming out later this year, if I remember right. Let's see. doesn't say. I don't see a date anywhere. I don't see a date anywhere. I believe it's later this year that this is coming out. Um... This game's going to be interesting. It's going to be very different. Uh, I believe it is Switch exclusive with uh, connectivity to Pokemon Go. And it has a lot of the same mechanics that Pokemon Go does as far as how you actually ca- you know catch Pokemon in this game. Uh, you run into Pokemon in the wild as you're exploring the routes. A lot of people are saying it's going to be like a remake of Yellow, which would be interesting. Uh, but with a lot of experimental mechanics. Like this says to me that like they're experimenting with what they can do with Pokemon on the Switch is what this game says to me. They're testing out a bunch of different mechanics because this is just going to be very, very different from anything we've seen before where you actually have to use the Joy-Cons to throw Pokeballs at wild Pokemon. You have to like do different things with the Joy-Cons in order to actually interact with different aspects I'll of the world. Oh, just press a button to throw a Pokeball. <laughs> I know, you can do that as well. It's pretty much the same way as catching on Pogo, There's no, but there's no wild Pokemon battles. It is pretty much Pogo on a console. I don't know, I have heard that there are wild Pokemon battles, and I've seen some footage of it, so... I've been know. reading, even Cerebi earlier today yeah. said there are no wild Pokemon battles. You just go in like you do on Pokemon Go, Pokemon is there, you throw a ball at it. Yeah, it is, uh, it is weird, because I've heard both reports, and I've seen evidence from both, so, like, no one's really 100% sure how it's going to be just yet, but, uh, yeah, it's going to be inter- interesting, especially if it is, in fact, a remake of Yellow, which, just with all these experimental features. If you remade Yellow, I wouldn't do it in this experimental yeah. dumbed-down way. Yeah, we'll I really see. wouldn't. We'll see what happens with there it. There you go, what Fanso said, there's no random encounters. Yeah. It's pretty much trainer battles. 
So we'll see what it actually ends up being. Again, I believe it's coming out later this year. And then they also said that the next main core Pokemon game is going to be on Nintendo Switch. And it's coming out mid-2019, I believe is what they said. So we'll see what happens. Hopefully we'll get more information on that as the year goes on. But again, why announce things two weeks early? I get, in it's fairness... Nintendo. They always do. It's Nintendo. I was, gonna, I was just going to say, in fairness to Nintendo, they themselves haven't officially been at E3 in forever. It's true, I so know. So they don't even really go to E3 anymore. Yeah. The fact that they even have a Nintendo Direct on their normal time slot anyways, at their E3 time slot anyways, is just, you know, the, yeah. I think they do that just for fan service. Because <laughs> that's when people expect them to do it anyway. Mm. But they haven't officially done anything for E3 in forever. So for them, it's like, eh, whatever. Yeah. The main problem I'm seeing with these games is they're trying to make them too much like Pogo, which has flopped majorly in recent months. Yeah. But and, they're expecting uh, you to spend like $360 on console plus DLC, etc. Mm-hmm. for this game. People yeah. are not going to do it. And uh, it occurred to me after the fact as well, because like, I thought the names were a little bit weird when I heard Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee. Those names initially to me said it might be something along the lines of like a Mystery Dungeon game. Cause the Mystery Dungeon Which would have been great. Because the Mystery Dungeon series do have names similar to that. You know, Gates of Infinity, you know, Explorers of Time, Explorers of Darkness. Like they always have kind of like those weird like elongated names. But it occurred to me after the fact they're trying to make this into the game that Pokemon Go was originally promised it was going to be. And then suddenly it clicked, like, let's go Pikachu, let's go Eevee. I'm like, okay, now I see why it's called that. Because it is trying to take the Pokemon Go idea of what it was originally promised to be and actually make that game that it was originally promised it was going to be. And, you know, it never lived up to that. So they're trying to kind of, like, maybe rectify that a little bit. Even if it's, you know, a remake of Yellow in that style. So, I don't know. We'll see what happens with it. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be very different. And again, it's hard to report on when there's nothing but rumors out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Well, there has been a full trailer for it, which showed a lot of the mechanics. And they actually went into a lot of detail about a lot of the new mechanics that are going to be included in this. Like, for the fact that there's going to be two-player co-op in this game as well, they said. And there's also, like, this accessory, like, you know, Pokeball-shaped Joy-Con that you can use to, you know, <laughs> throw wag- at your TV. <laughs> 50 quid. Yeah, you can throw at your TV. You th- that's exactly what was my first thought. Like, how long until we have another person throwing that thing into the TV? <laughs> you know what this Pokeball thought. thing is? It's just a friggin' new version for the Switch of this thing you can get for mobile. Yeah. Which never works properly. Yeah, and as, as Fanto says in the chat, there are still people that are still addicted to Pokemon Go. I mean, it's true. Not the Pokemon many, Go though. is still, uh, it's definitely still a thing that exists, and there are still a lot of people who play it, but... We'll see what happens with this, especially if yeah. they are, in fact, trying to make these into the games that Pokemon Go was originally intended to be. And hopefully it'll be better than the whole, um, you know, unless you live in the middle of a big city, it sucks. Yeah, and that's the other thing as well that I'm mildly concerned about. Like, obviously it's Nintendo Switch games and there's no real connectivity with the 3DS games, but one of the features they said was going to be included was that you can catch a Pokemon in Pokemon Go and then transfer it into this game. And there are so many spoofed Pokemon that have gotten through the supposed uh, hack detection on Pogo. It's unreal. There's that aspect as well, but my initial thought was wouldn't that make the game very imbalanced? If you can catch, like, you know, a legendary or, like, you know, a pseudo-legendary or just, like, something that's really strong and, like, immediately put it into your game. Like, I don't know how well that would work in practice. Like, I get the idea behind 
recommend it, but I don't know if that would make it too unbalanced. It's worrying. Yeah, we'll see what happens with it again. Like, this is all speculation. It comes out later this year, so we'll definitely have more concrete information about it. Then we'll probably talk about it more than when it comes out. Yeah. What Queen just said is another issue with Pogo that I hope does not go into this game. Yeah. Hopefully. I mean, I live right near two poker stops at the park. Mm-hmm. I constantly, when I used to play it, I constantly ran out of space. I constantly ran out of Pokeballs. Yeah. Because the catch rates as you level go down to ridiculous levels. Yeah, it'll be interesting. It's definitely a very experimental title. Like, that is very apparent. They're trying out a lot of things to see what they can do with Pokemon on the Switch. So, we'll see what happens with it. And it's that point in time I'm going to cut you two off, (laughs) because otherwise you're going to keep on going with that. I don't uh, think there's that much more to say, honestly. Nah, yeah. I think we're pretty much done anyways. Oh, all right. So back to news. <laughs> hey, that was news. That was news, much. but... <laughs> like, that was just announced two days ago. You can't talk, But here's the thing. I was just sitting back. I'm like, wow, they're actually talking about stuff on the podcast. Yes. Wow. Yes, there are certain subjects that do get us chatting. Moving on to some... you want to cut us off. Yes. Oh, no. We have to because we got to move on. we got more tabs of news still to come, and uh, we're getting long as well. So. All right. All right. Moving on. And we still got buffer, so don't worry about that. Yeah. We're, we're, no, but either which way. <laughs> uh, some sad news now. Atari co-founder Ted Dabney has died at age 81 Aww, due to uh, esophageal cancer. Ooh, that sounds painful. Yeah, and chose not to seek medical treatment. All right. He was Fair uh, diagnosed enough, late yeah. last year. So, yeah, that sucks. Probably he was... thinking, I'm already in my 80s. That I'll is... just go the natural way. That is definitely fair, you know, yeah. especially at his age. Uh, yeah, in 1971, Dabney and Nolan Bushnell worked together to create the energy... engineering. engineering firm. Uh, Sin... Wow, what is that? Uh, si... There's too many Ys in there. It's S-Y-Z-Y-G-Y. Where the developer launched the first commercially available video arcade game, uh, Computer Space. The firm would later continue as Atari, where it made great success with the launch of Pong. Pong. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, he was he was involved with uh, Nolan Bushnell getting Atari started. Yeah. So that's definitely very sad. Especially a softball cancer. Like, that just sounds unpleasant. Cancer in any way, shape, or form is unpleasant. It is true. Throat and uh, esophageal cancer happen a lot. Yeah. Especially in Japan. Mm. So, yeah. uh, Interesting bit of news. I don't know how much we can really uh, glean from it. Okay. But EA has acquired a company that uh, does cloud gaming technology. Okay. It's what did Gamefly's cloud gaming service. Okay. So, why though? Yeah. That so, could be taken as an oh shit moment. Yeah. So EA announced that it acquired the ge- cloud gaming technology assets and personnel of the Israeli-based GameFly subsidiary that helped develop the, that GameFly's streaming service. According to EA, the acquisition will enable the company to continue e- exploring new ways for players to access and experience games from any device. EA believes cloud gaming will allow it to reach more games on more platforms across the world with the ultimate goal of... I think they're after Gamefly. With the ultimate goal of delivering next-generation experiences at scale scale via streaming. Uh, Yeah. 
Uh, furthermore, this specific article is from Gamefly themselves. says, Gamefly's Games by Mail service will not be affected by Electronic Arts' acquisition of the company's cloud gaming technology. Quote, our USA-based Games by Mail customers can rest assured that this transaction will have no impact on their subscription, said Gamefly CEO David Hodes. Hodes? Uh, Hodes. Hodes? I think maybe. Uh, yeah, pronunciation. Yeah. So hard. Uh, the Gamefly team remains in place and looks forward to providing the same excellent service we have offered since 2003. Interesting. Yeah, that's... Uh, I reckon EA are after him. Who knows what EA is after? Who knows what EA is after? And he said that to try and keep fans going. EA is uh, after the next thing that they can close down after... Which, after you spend money on it, wouldn't that make not make sense to then close it down? It is strange. I don't understand them. <laughs> that business model does not seem like it's very smart. But again, uh, the 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 tab that when I first saw this, I my heart nearly sank because the tab <laughs> read that EA acquires GameFly's uh, subsidiary, and I was like, oh, and I'm clicking on like, oh, 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 I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's we'll have to keep a close eye on this. It's definitely very bizarre. Very much the so. The problem is, if EA get hold of Gamefly, Gamefly is done for. Very much so, which oh, yeah. would suck for us. Oh, God, that would be the worst thing ever. Mm, very much so. Speaking of sucking and also very bizarre, <laughs> PUBG creators are suing Epic Games over Fortnite Battle Royale mode in Korea. Again. <laughs> so, claims it is, uh, it, it's Battle Royale rival is violating its copyright. How many times are they going to do this before they get the rest of stuff? They have no ground to stand on. Like, Fortnite is all original artwork and original, uh, you know, animations and everything. And PUBG didn't exactly, like, A, PUBG is an asset flip, you know, at its core. And B, uh, PUBG didn't exactly create the Battle Royale genre. genre. It was just kind of the thing that made people more aware that, hey, this the is... The problem is they've gotten exists. too big in the boots and they think they've got ground over everyone else. No, because Fortnite is all original artwork. It is it's, no, I mean, no. it's even better than you and everyone originally knows because uh -huh. uh, PUBG runs on the Unreal Engine, yes, which is made by Epic Games. <laughs> that is true. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> Let's stop and think about this before we go any farther. Oh my god, that never occurred to me. That's so funny. And who makes so, Fortnite? Yeah, Epic Games could turn around and um, say to them, well, guess what? You're using our engine. You better change it or we'll sue you and get your game taken off the marketplace. Oh my god, that's so funny. I never thought about that. That's true. Yeah, so we'll see how well that works out for them. Oh my god, that is hilarious. Yes, like do you I want to talk about forgot to remind them of that. Do you want to talk about jumping without looking? Uh, Perfect example. Oh my god, that's amazing. Yeah, the PUBG guys really have gotten too big in the boots. That's they so just think funny. they own everything at this point. Yeah, and you know the thing that really sucks about it is that PUBG, like I'm, I'm mildly interested to try it out because I've heard good things about it. But it's a multiplayer yeah. game. It's, eh, I, it's just, it's still buggy and weird. They've yet to really fix the game itself. Instead of just yeah. trying to make their game better, they're taking time to sue other people. It's like, and again, like even if that wasn't the case, like even if you know Epic didn't you know own the engine that they run on, um. 
PUBG is an asset flip. Fortnite is all original assets. They own every piece of artwork that goes into that game. It's like they have literally nothing to stand on with this. But we'll still try it. They'll still try it. You know what they remind me of? Next, A little bit, yeah, actually. Yeah. So, at this point in time, the PUBG, was it Blue Hole? Uh, yes. Blue Hole Interactive, I think, is what their yep, the company yep. is. Uh, they're coming off more and more and more like a... Uh, d- uh, what was the one that sued Jim Sterling? I just said that. Oh, uh, Digital Homicide. Digital Homicide, yeah. They're coming off more and more like a Digital Homicide at this point, which is just not a very good route to and go. And also Nexon. <laughs> Seriously, yep. being someone who plays Nexon games, they are really starting to remind me of Nexon with the grade. Yeah. Very much so. Moving on. And then there's this. And then there's this. Speaking of Pokemon Go, uh, do you remember a while back there was that whole thing where there was a festival for Pokemon Go and then people kind of got screwed over who traveled to go to it? Yeah. Yep. We talked about that a while back. Uh, apparently there has been a settlement finally and uh, attendees who have a valid ticket that can prove that they were you know, attending this event can fill out an application form before July 24th if they want a piece of the settlement to kind of uh, smooth over some of their travel costs and smooth over some of the other costs involved with them going to this event. So that's good, at least, that they have the option to uh, do that. But you have to show your ticket, I believe, is the catch. You have to actually prove that you were going to this event and you also like spent money in the process of going to this event. Yeah, hotel travel. That's good, hotel. Though. Well, that's good that you've got to prove you had a ticket because people yeah. can't just go and say, oh, guess what, we were here. Yeah, you have to uh, prove that you spent money on, like, hotel costs, travel, you know, expenses, flights, food, I think it's all part of the form submission process. Yeah, so you have to fill out a form uh, before July 24th, and then after that, the settlement will be dispersed accordingly. Good, because it was an absolute shit fest, that. Yeah, it is good of them to uh, have that, you know, sorted at this point, so... Definitely. Mm. Um, last tab of news. We finally got there. <laughs> Atari VCS has hit Indiegogo funding by 20 times in one day. That is amazing. Uh, they had an original goal of $100,000. The project has gathered 20 times that figure at currently at 2 million US and counting. Uh, it is still ongoing. That is awesome. What is the most recent? Oh, yeah. Let's pull it up. What we have? It is at $2,213,052. That's amazing. With a month left still. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, that is legendary. Bookmark that Indiegogo page. We'll keep an eye on it as the month goes on. See where we end up ultimately. There, that's bookmarked. All right. Yeah, not much else to say about that other than awesome. That is really good. They're going to be able to do so much with all, you know, all the extra money with that. Just glance at the bottom of that article if it's the one I pasted earlier. Uh, no, it's not. It's a different one. And plus, I've uh, already exited okay. out. Uh, the one I gave to her earlier, there was a uh, small rumor flying that Sony might be making a PS1 mini. That'd be cool. It would make sense at this point in time. It's definitely oh, yeah, with Nintendo's well, success oh, yeah, with it. it. Down at the bottom here. Yep, Sony PS1 Mini rumor. At this point in time, I, I, again, I don't like reporting on, oh, there's a rumor out there. Well, because any Yahoo on the internet could come up with this. And... I mean, that's true. At least I did say rumor, though. Yeah, yeah it... it's definitely still a rumor. Uh, that would be pretty hype if that actually did come to fruition. Definitely. I don't believe there's anything else for news. Should we head on off to the not review explanations, excuses section? Yep. 
don't think this will take long because we don't have Very much, much to so. talk about. <laughs> okay, so what kind of excuses do you have? Uh, I have been at Grandpa's for the past week, mm. and I can't exactly drag my PS4 up there to play Nino Kuni 2. I'm <laughs> sure you could. So what are your excuses? I've just been doing everything else. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like the what? And Charlotte's been doing nothing. Whole lot of nothing. <laughs> Uh, I've been try. I've been playing Stardew Valley a lot with mods. Anyone on my Steam list knows that this, especially this morning, I keep having to fire the game up oh, and take it down, I and fire it, it up and take it down. And you probably saw it this morning. No, I was in bed this morning for you. Yeah, but still, you probably saw it though. But it, it's the same token. It's like I've been trying to get mods to work with the game. Unlike a lot of the other games we play with heavy mods, Stardew Valley does not like mods. No, it does Stardew not have a Nexus mods thing on its, uh... It does, it does use Nexus mods, but it, it, the installer is different. Yeah, if it's, if it's included in the Nexus mod manager, try to do it through that. I don't know. Again, the, the, for me to try to get... The, the big thing with me is the SMAPI is moody. And the SMAPI is required in order to get a lot of other mods to work with it. And there have been times where I've actually had to uninstall Stardew Valley, reinstall it, restart my computer, and then redo the beta, and then reinstall SMAPI, put all the other mods in, and then it'll work. It's just a giant pain in the ass at this point. And this is why I really love the fact that Skyrim's mods are on Nexus Mod Manager. Mm. <laughs> Again, it's unlike where, like, Factorio or... Factorio still has the best, you know, mod situation I've ever seen on any game. For me, I, I can... I uh, It's up there, but for, for me, Farming Simulator. That is another good one. That is, like, if it's a well-programmed mod, it'll just work. Yeah, with far, far, uh, with a Factorio though, it uh, like when you go to the main menu, hit Mods tab. If there's a mod that's not working for some reason, it'll be in red and disabled, but it'll tell you what's going on. Yes. So you can actually, oh, okay, it's the wrong version, or there's a version mismatch. Like that's a big thing mm -hmm. with Factorio with yeah. the the if the version is not correct. But yeah, it, yeah, it seems Skyrim's to work well. mods are a bit more iffy, but if you have loot installed through uh, NMM. It puts your mod, your, uh, mod load order so it'll work. Mm. And it will tell you if there's any conflicts in mods so it does make life a lot easier. Yeah. This morning I just found another set of mods that I put in that were also really good. That was uh, Aces, the expanded houses, and it expands the... There's a bunch of different maps as well, which are amazing. Yeah. I showed Dark God the, <laughs> the, the, the overview of some of the maps. Oh, they're legit. They're so cool. Oh, <laughs> like... Damn. You've got real estate on some of those bad boys. Like, it, That's it's the only no downfall joke. with Stardew at the minute. Its size is severely limited. Oh, yeah. put one of these mod maps on there and Without I mean, you've got, you've got some serious got real estate. you space for days. <laughs> Dude, you should see some of Skyrim's DLC size mods. Holy crap. Oh yeah, I know. Those are legit as well. Mm -hmm. And then I got a couple other, I'm doing item spawner, cheat menu, and whatever. It's like, I beat the game enough times, it's like, eh, whatever. I could just screw about and see how much money I can exactly make. Exactly what I do on Skyrim. <laughs> Even though you, with the mods, you can add money to your account, but it's like, you know, what, really? Would you want to mm. do this? Eh, yeah. For me, I, I, I make money by selling crops, but. Yeah. Yeah, I'm having fun with it. Getting to that point of burnout maybe with stardew so i might be putting that down here soon enough and it's at that point in time i think the two of us are going to be going back I to think factorio we're gonna, yeah i've been feeling the x to get back it's been a couple months at this point since we've probably so, played uh, factorio i mean factorio I've been trying to get her to play skyrim se with some mods on it <laughs> you know with us with myself personally i mean factorio i've only played 800 
15 hours of that game, so it's like, yeah, I could work some more in there. <laughs> I mean, it's true. Yeah, how much? What are you up to? Are you broken 400 yet? I don't know. Oh, and I'd have to look. I think I might still be in like the two for every hundred range. Weak sauce. You need to work on yeah, that. Yeah, because I don't play Factorio single player because my brain is not compatible with the complexity <laughs> involved. And you know so, what the sad uh, part is? Is that the complexity in the base standard game is nothing, nothing compared to, to like Bob's mods or Angels mod. Angels and Bob's work together in conjunction, and the the to those two, Angels and Bob's. Holy shit. What was that one that we were using before? The, uh, Anani Mods. Anani Mods. That was fun. I did enjoy that one. But Anani Mods was like a somewhat kind of lighter version of Bob's and Angels, but at the same yeah. time similarly complicated. Yeah, we. Uh, I remember we got to the point where we needed to make titanium and we put it out because we just couldn't wrap our heads around how to do this efficiently. Yeah, it, it it's legit. Because it required like five different ingredients. It, five different things came in, one of which was a fluid, and it came, three things came out, one of which was a th- fluid, and it was like uh, so many like you had to <laughs> you had to uh, the 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 freaking logistics of it is insanity. It is. Bob's and Angel's mods are so well programmed for it. It's not the problem at all. They are so well done. It's unbelievable. My God, you think the base Factorio game is complicated? That is nothing by comparison. <laughs> oh, I know. I've still never played it. Yeah, so I I love in fact I I don't know. I think I don't know if we're going to be doing Factorio with the islands mod or if we're going to be doing islands and factorio plus plus um either or because i think both at the same time might be a mistake <laughs> probably to be honest <laughs> because factorio plus plus is another bobs like mod but lighter it doesn't have all the chemicals mm. and it doesn't split up electronics into four thousand different little pieces <laughs> which is the big thing with bobs that i just was like oh my god i cannot figure this out <laughs> there's for for like basic circuit boards in the base game it's like you gotta do what like copper and iron together and you make a green circuit and like you, you turn yeah, copper ca- yeah. copper into copper cables and you apply that to an iron board and that makes you a green circuit board. In Bob's, it's like you need to get silicone and this and that to get a transistor together and you need to put this other couple of bits together with rubber to make a resistor and you put that against with a capacitor and you put that against a, a tin plate and, and, a, and a green cir- and, a, and a, like a basic circuit board together and you put that and that gets you your green circuit board and it's just, and it only gets worse from there. And it's like, oh, my. And just in case nobody knows, there's green, red, and blue circuit boards. Each one more yes. complicated than uh, the last. Bob's has a brown circuit board, which is a basic circuit board, which uses wood and copper coil. Mm. Uh, and then that goes into making the greens, which goes into making the reds, which both of those greens and reds goes to make the blues along with other chemicals. And it's just it is a nightmare. <laughs> Bob's is unbelievably complicated. So well programmed for it, but my goodness like you would never seen my eyes be further crossed than when i was trying to figure that one out his face just says all (laughs) i'll just keep enjoying my breadstick Mm. (laughs) you do that i don't know if there's much else to be going on with uh for that obviously this is probably the best show for us to not have a review for because i don't think we would have been able to squeeze it in anyway there's much news in ages i know the news just blew up uh hopefully we're not going to be overloaded for the e3 show coming up Mm -hmm. uh in two weeks Hopefully there's no more leaks or <laughs> oh, announcements. Oh, there will be. Oh, there will be. I guarantee it. Give it till this week and there'll be more. Yeah, yeah. of course. Because two weeks before E3 is the perfect time to be announcing video games. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't believe there's much else for that. Should we head on off to the final thoughts? Probably. 
Final thoughts. Who's Final got thoughts. what? Who's got what? I forgot a side note earlier. Mm. Go for it. I got tickets for a concert in December. Yes, you did. Me who cannot stand going out of the house. <laughs> I will be going to a 21,000 person arena. Yep. Because I said to mum a few years back, if Nightwish ever come back to Manchester, I will take you to a concert because I know you want to see them live. I looked on their website about a week ago now, and I, just, I was just looking through, I thought, oh, they've actually updated their um, list of venues. I saw London again, the uh, O2 Arena, I was like, oh, they're coming back to Wembley. Two shows below that, Manchester Arena... What? <laughs> They're actually doing a gig at the arena and not the small venue? Yeah, that's like my reaction whenever I find out that Wicked is coming back to Proctor's again. It's like... <gasps> yeah, for those that don't know, Nightwish is a Finnish uh, Intense vibration. It's true. <laughs> if you like metal, I'd recommend checking out Nightwish because some of their stuff is incredible. Mm-hmm. But the tour they're doing right now, they're including a lot more of the more obscure songs that never made it live with the previous two singers. Nice. Nice. Because the current singer can nail metal singing and operatics. Mm. It's gonna be incredible. Very much so. Yeah. I think for up in this area, I think there's not shit for concerts this summer so far. It doesn't seem like it now. There's not much. It's kind of Get your ass over here and come and watch Nightwish with us then. <laughs> yeah, y'all. Mmm. Uh, I don't think there's much else we need to talk to. I we're intend to get back to Nino Cooney too at some point. At some point, yes. yes. Obviously, the next two weeks is going to be E3, and mm-hmm. we're not going to have any reviews on those shows because <laughs> whoa, boy. Yep. <laughs> you think this show's long? Yeah, that that whole ninety the minute A3 thing. Three shows we, I usually let. Yeah, the 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 ninety minute rule. I hope that they don't expect us to hold those for the E3 shows because that ain't happening. It never does. <laughs> it never those does. are like we the three go, hour shows. I was gonna say we can go three hours with E3 easily. So uh, that's going to be interesting. Uh, I don't know if there's anything else for that. We sent back Far Cry Five. I yes. did not finish the game. I saw the endings on YouTube. More or less what I, you can expect from a Far Cry <laughs> ending. I mean, to be perfectly honest, if anyone was expecting a uh, bright, cheery, and hap- happy ending, you came to the wrong place. Like, it's not even the fact that I was expecting a happy ending. I just don't understand the ending. It's same par I for the coast for Far Cry. why it happened that way. That makes no logical sense to me. Yeah. But again, it's, it's more or less in line with any other fall- or, yeah, Far Cry. Far Cry, not Fallout. Not Fallout. Far Cry game, yeah, it's more or less what you'd expect for a Far Cry ending. I mm. uh, don't believe there's much else for video games front. We have been, uh, we are closing in on the end of Paper Mario for Game Grumps. Yes. Uh, that is coming up soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, the whole time, though, however, we've been keeping up with, which is something we don't normally do. We with don't the... normally keep up with currently airing anime, but mm. with this one, it's... The temptation was too. You're watching a currently airing. Yeah, concurrently yeah. airing anime of Sword Art Online Alternative Gun Gale Online. I've not yeah. even watched that yet. It's good. It's really good. It's, it's good. It's I have been like watching the Persona Five anime, but I find myself skipping a lot to the important parts, like yeah. the series. I've been told that that's lacking. I've over. heard that Persona Five anime is definitely lacking a lot. Um, SAOA, like even if you don't like SAO, which I know a lot of people don't. 
Give this one a try. This is very different. Very good. Very different. Very good. I love the main character. Main character is um, amazing. Main character Karen. is amazing in this. Uh, one. Karen so with fun. an unpronounceable last name. Kohara is I can't even. It's a K. A K. Kohara is something or other. It's a Karen, and then Len is Len the online is her avatar. Online name. Len, who yeah. is? But is she pink enough? Pink. <laughs> so is this set at the same time as the GGO set? Uh, no, the, this is set after. Afterwards. Afterwards. After. And, um, yeah, like, even people who don't like SAO are finding this one to be quite good. Yeah, it's, very good. It's very if different. anyone out there in, like, the internet verse, Twitterverse, internet in general, has seen the short pink lolly with the pink P90, that's Len. That's Len. <laughs> yeah, the uh, it's a really, really good show so far. This last episode that we just saw was really, really good. Really good. good. Oh, my God, it's amazing. It had so much real, like, I, something happened, and I'm thinking, if you really did that then this would happen very next scene oh it happened i was like we were like oh my god they just went there that's one of the things you never <laughs> thought you'd see in anime <laughs> it's like yeah. they set it up and then they went full throttle with full it. commitment <laughs> it's so good yeah so it, it's really good this latest episode episode eight was a setup episode so it's going in a good direction i i like the fact that there's no like overarching evil super villain bad guy gonna take over the world or or you know we're gonna kill a thousand people or anything like that the the quote-unquote <laughs> bad guy for this one it really is it, it's just the fact that someone's crazy and is threatening to take their own life if x that's, y and z yeah that's about it and i'm okay with that it doesn't need to be you know the then you need to save the world kind of plot line yeah I was just laughing at Kaz kicking salt there. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, in all honesty, it's, this is nothing like SAO. It could very well be its own anime, to be perfectly honest. Technically, it is. Technically, it is. It's, it is its own anime. It's just set in the same, you know, one of the games from SAO. That's literally the only comparison to SAO right now is that it's set in Gungale Online. Beyond Which that, I would it love is to... its own complete individual anime. In That's the another main series of SAO coming back. Yes. Yes. Oh, at was. some point. But, I don't know uh, when. Later this year, maybe. Yeah, SAO has been fantastic so far. I'm really, really liking that. I really can't wait to see where it's going to go next. Mm. And normally, we don't watch currently airing anime. So that should tell you as well that it this is something special. Definitely. I don't believe there's much else. I do not know if we're under 90 minutes for this show or not. I we're at no two idea. hours. Yeah, we're at two hours, two minutes raw. About to hit yeah. two hours, three raw, but uh, it's going to get cut down anyway. So and, there's uh, going to be some, but it'll be close nonetheless. Mm. Final thoughts? Uh, it's really hot in this room. Very hot, very <laughs> sticky, and we need to have some tacos. Yeah, I actually had some tacos earlier from. Uh, I'm gonna have some Moe. Mo right now. It was really good. I, I made it last night. Tacos when I'm over. <laughs> uh, then uh, yeah, Kaz, do you have any final thoughts? Um, I'm kind of hungry. Yeah. Nomming on the breadstick. <laughs> mm. uh, my... That's probably why you're nomming on the breadstick. <laughs> yeah, one could say. Uh, and my final thought is that the E3 shows themselves both press conference day and also the actual core show itself that th following Thursday will not be under 90 minutes. Oh, no chance. Not even going to try. No I know it's chance. not going to happen. Like, we've been doing this podcast this way for 
over seven years at this point. I'm like, well, Toshi, no, this is the one show that... These are the two shows will, this the year that... The two shows that will be extremely long. Long. We're going to go long. If I hear anything from it, it's going to be like, hey, you know... It's like you knew this was coming. It I told you in advance. every year. <laughs> I told him in advance, hey, we have four shows in June. This one and then the two of the week of E3 and the one at the end of thereafter. It's like, uh... So the last show of the month of June is going to be interesting whether or not I can actually upload or not. But we'll cross that bridge when we get there. And until next time, don't choke the chocobo. Bye. Bye, Bye now.